Hey there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. My name is Mo. I created this podcast as a resource for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them to share stories and processes and build community around important issues. On this show, you get to hear amazing stories from people like you who show us how to get more out of life. The stories featured on this platform are by people whose journey I'm inspired by, and most importantly, people who have been courageous and vulnerable to be open about their life stories. And I hope that in turn, you'll find these stories inspiring. Alright, welcome back to the show. And um, it's a sleepover slash staycation. Actually, no. It's a vacation within a vacation within a vacation. And currently at the Legend um, Lagos Airport Hotel. And I have a wonderful person with me. And we'll be talking about something today. I actually have almost no topic. Like it's, it's a kind of podcast episode where there are things to talk about, but then it's like, what exactly do you want to talk about? So, anyways, it's very exploratory and it's just going to be like you guys getting like an access to random conversations. And so, if it sounds very random and without head nor tail, just know that it's all part of it. So, without further ado, I'd like to invite my guest for today. Um, her name is Iyanu Oluapo Olumide Farumbi. In the far from me, aka I did it, but that's her um her government tag. All right, Naomi, you want to introduce yourself a little bit? After you just <laughs> what else don't we know about you? I'm female. My government name is Yan. You're female. The last time we went to the driver's license, you didn't know you were female. They actually thought you were male. You Bobrisky, you. <laughs> so just tell us a little bit more about you and like I mean the audience getting to know you. I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm a mixologist as well. My entrepreneur. Quite so an empath. What's gonna just you, you describe me. You know me. I don't know, I kind of find it weird when people call themselves empath. Yeah. There's right. someone saying I'm kind. Like I feel like it's those kind of things people should describe you as. A big. No, you saying I'm an empath. Like, I am. I don't know. <laughs> I know I am. It's like when Nigerian no, police will say we, 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 yeah, we're living in Nigeria, yeah. Oh. You see a lot of people that are actually crazy. It's like when Nigerian police say police is your friend, you know, and they ain't nothing but your friend. No, 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 it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> you know, you know when people when you are in a country where you don't know, people are very insensitive. So you have to like call yourself out. <laughs> so I'm like, like, no, this is. Oh, is it like so? Is it then? Is it not a matter of you calling the things that are not as if they were like? No, no, no. It's calling the things that are right now. All right. So she's an empath. Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay. I, well, what do I know about her? I know she likes reading. Yeah. And another weird fact about her is that she likes to go to the movies by herself. This is not weird. It isn't. <sighs> Tolani. It isn't. Like, I don't know why you think going to the scale. movies spending time alone by yourself mm-hmm. is weird. It's different. A, like, how? Like I said, if there's a jumpy scene, who do you hold? Why do I need to well watch If there's a, like, oh, do you see that moment, kind of somebody? moment, who do you look at? I can't look at my, wherever is sitting next to me. That's so random. So much for being an empath. <laughs> what does that got to do with this? Because empaths shouldn't go to the movies alone. Like, like I said, that they're like, they're like serial you. killers, people that, that's you know. That's on your own scale. People I that. I can say you, there's a serial killer, people that sit on the toilet for like people 40 People that double dip <laughs> when they're taking tacos and no, dips. No, no, no. And then those that go to the movies by themselves. It's really that's, that's, yeah. that's your own skill. Then, you know. We'll pray for you, love and light. So anyway, <laughs> uh, she she likes to go to the movies by herself. And she's a mom to 
and an adorable five-year-old that is going on 60 i think that child has been here before we just don't know it she's oh my gosh like you you guys are just you just need to spend like a whole day with her i don't even know how to describe her so um i guess we can just start about start off with you so growing up in Nigeria, what was like your childhood like and, and all of that? Hmm. And then do you, you really want us to do No, 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 like, no, no. <laughs> no, all of the baggage. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not upright enough. Because <laughs> I still have my own baggage. Yeah. As you know, so let's just keep it um, family friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, in Nigeria, it's so stressful. Still stressful. There were good times, you know. There were good times. There were bad times. So there were really awesome moments that I still, you know, go back to when I'm down and I remember and I smile. And the childhood, Jazzo. I think I'll, I'll describe it as okay. You know, it, it, a lot of experiences then shaped me to who I am right now. So it's it's, it's what I had, and I'm okay with it. I think that's pretty much what we can say about most childhood. Like some good things that happen and some bad things that happen. And it's just looking at the collective, like the weight of everything. You can't just moan about the bad things and not think about the good things, you know? Nah. Yeah. So do you think you're, like, you know how to say when you finally think you've grown? Like, do you think you've come to that place where you feel like you've grown? Or is this, like, a, a part of you that feels like, oh, it's still love growing to do us? I mean, relative to your childhood, I don't know that. It's, um, I think it's more like 50-50 for me. Yeah, it's a lot of bad way, you know? Especially when you're doing a lot of stuff, always, yeah. I've come to myself, yeah well now I'm coming to myself where I am right now and and then there's still certain parts that you know still feels like the child and you still wanted to come out and yeah. you know still you know know certain things I keep discovering new things about yourself really so it's more like 50-50 yeah, there are things you're handling as a grown grown woman an adult in this life trying to navigate your path and and then on the other side of the coin you're trying to still you know find out more about you hmm. Would you say that being a mom like has also helped you yeah. at least relieve some parts of your childhood that you felt like you couldn't express? Or you haven't seen new ways to basically understand what since the only experience you had with childhood was the one you had. Yeah. But now you've birthed a human being, like a child, and then seeing how they're growing through all of that, is it also helping you fill in the cracks and the holes that you had in your Definitely, use? definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, you just see, you see some parts there, you know, and um, things you have, you wished, you know, was done to you or was, you know, you, you, you were given that, um, that opportunity to maybe to express or to, you know, do certain things, to explore, to, you know, say your mind, things like that, that, you know, were denied in your child. So those are the things that you just, I feel in, like, it's like, we can do it, you can do it better, mm. you get, so, yeah. Being a mom has you know, added to that that layer. It's really cool. I think a lot of my friends say that as well. So, um, a little fact for those that are, I always say for those that are listening, we are listening, you're already listening. A little fact is that so Yano and I are connected in that we both married um twins. Yeah. Uh, well not like we're married to the same twin, like <laughs> she's married to yeah, um my husband's twin brother. Yeah. Which is kinda of weird because when I think of my husband Taiwo, he still doesn't strike me as a twin. I don't know if your husband does this strike you. They are just weird people, right? If they were like identical, yeah, it would have been you know easier to process. First, because they are unidentical in so many ways. So I, I actually see that like his brother, like his um, random regular brother, not like his twin twin. They are weird, right? 
like when you think about twins you think about oh another person to do life with yeah. i have not they haven't like struck me and that manner since and I people might them. say like oh maybe because they've been apart for like eight years but no even before they were apart for eight years because my husband was you know in the u.s for the longest time and he couldn't visit home i've shared that story in, episode, mm-hmm. in an earlier episode was that I mean, they're, they're cool, but they're, I don't know, they're just something. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to put my hands on it. They're just, <sighs> that's so in connection that, but I think they still have it on some level. They do, they do. They, they like, like the normal way we see twins around. No. Conditions of twins that we have, but it's okay. So. Are we asking for too much for like, you know, you guys just be more twins? Because, I mean, the only reason I married him was because he was a twin. Yeah. <laughs> that was what no really that was because I love twins I was like so the first thing he told me Taiwan was tall I was like hmm really hmm you know wait so you married in person was one of the reasons hey really you watch movies by yourself <laughs> you have like at least yeah, no, you can have you, you can no no so no just, I didn't marry him for his one. money I married him for what, yeah, what he was yes wow <laughs> I have to have you <laughs> really but he was tall and he was cute wow and geeky so there's, there's that as well but I would say that him being a twin definitely okay. added to one of the reasons why you know I was like mm. and then I've been always doing it like, why are you guys just okay like for me seeing them interacting that was kind of nice because they were not even doing the we haven't seen each other for 8 years they just carried on as if nothing happened I'm like and you just picked up from where they left off but in like this just in this brotherly but to me it's not so weird weird like, oh, I just sure. feel like they are two different personalities when you look at definitely so, they've always been different that I, I accept I just feel they just gel the best they can due to as in considering the personalities they both they both, they both have yeah. so that's what I feel right? <sighs> That was the calm, reserved. Your husband's crazy. And Kenny's crazy. Cray cream and Kenny. And oh so my gosh. We can't, can't bring somebody that's that calm with somebody that is so, you know, outgoing. And, and Tyro all. wishes he was crazy. <laughs> like, like, so that was like, you were like, ah, oh, I can't. I'm like, no. <laughs> He's not no. to you. <laughs> Leave it for Kenny. <laughs> Kenny takes the trophy in that, you know. And I, and I think some similarities come out, like, even though, like, you have to like look at them. They both like competing a lot. Oh, gosh, I, I think Tyro is quite. Com- is more competitive than than Ken. And I think another thing is just. So your husband shook my hands yesterday. It was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I thought. That like it felt like Tyro was shaking my hand. Are you serious? It felt weird. Like yeah, like for. I mean, I've sh- I've, I've held hands. Not I held hands. But, okay, okay. But it was just. It was. I was like, huh. Hands up. <laughs> That's when I knew it was time for me to start going back All to the right, US. Right. <laughs> no, so I see. So you mistake any for Taiwan. No, like mistake. It was just. It was. I don't know. Like at that very moment, which was kind of unusual. So you felt connected. Yeah. Or, or maybe because you've been missing Taiwan too. Not really. I mean, uh-huh. it is don't what lie. it is. No, we no. Know, don't lie. I'm. I'm the kind of person so like know who, know who you're with. <laughs> For like two weeks now. My out of sight, out of mind. That's my you. That's, that's it. Really. No, 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 no. Love who you are with. <laughs> no. <And I> just, <laughs> so she has been missing her husband. So I guess probably that's why. She what do I miss? What have I done? Have I been crying or hugging yeah, myself? Crying. No, no, no. How would you say I've missed her? Touch, you know, is his touch. Yeah, no. Uh, Jesus is my husband. Right? Uh. Jesus touches. <laughs> I don't want to say anything to that. <laughs> I mean, I miss him, but... I, I was, I, there's no but. You miss him, period. Yeah, Stop. but it's not like... 
And then Kenny, you know, touched you and you felt connected. Why are you talking about Kenny touching me? No, no, no. I, mean, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Let's qualify. What I mean, Kenny touching me? Not in the hashtag me to again kind of way. No, no, no. no, no like, like I don't know. Like, if I even had to tell him, then he was of course trying to. It was not like trying to make a make me feel more um thinking about it. But I think it was really nice. I was really happy that they got to t- spend time together and you know just talk about stuff and. And just, you know, be... Because I know for Taiwo, even though he doesn't really talk about it much, I've been wanting for him to come back, be able to see his family and, you know, try his twin brother. Because I haven't seen him since, like, eight years. And that's quite a long time. When, when you guys told us, Kenny was so excited. Oh, really? He couldn't even contain his excitement. <laughs> and when he did, you know, as he was drawing closer, and yeah. he was just literally, he just woke up like, I want Taiwo magic. Sorry, I don't know if you can speak your own. Yeah, you can, you can. I would, I would add the yeah. translation. Like, Tell me they'll be coming back to this time. Oh, like, I was it was counting down. That like, I have to get this. Like, I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> As it was so, it was so, so excited. And, I, and you know, the men, they don't talk about this. They don't Why do they even talk on the phone? It's almost as if. You this get. is what I say. Maybe it's the men. I don't know. This is what I say. Maybe like, oh, I haven't seen your wife. I miss you. Nah, they, 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 won't, they won't do that. But you know, you could tell the emotions. It was raw. It was. It yeah, I know. I tried for Taiwo. I tried for Taiwo. Like, I know. I know. I think for him, was once he once he saw once he saw his twin brother, I think it became more real for him. Because other times I was trying to, like, so what's going to be like for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I enjoyed most? The, the getting to know. Because really, I've, I didn't really get the chance to Taiwo. That show was the first time, like, Meeting him, like no, no, not meeting, but like interacting, like interacting with him. The few times I met him, before you guys traveled, then it was always you know very reading a book reading. He's still brain his book. <laughs> He's probably interact. still reading as we are recording he this. Interacts more now. Yeah, yeah. So that was the image I had of him for for eleven year. So what was the impression of him before, and then now that you finally met him, like not like you met him before, but you didn't really know him then. But I think I got to this. I don't know if that means. And it doesn't really change. Just they calm and very straightforward. Very. Can be a good thing or a bad thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I see that. I see it as more of a good thing. Very straightforward. Very, very logical. They're too logical. It's like <laughs> it's just going for that one, yeah. like straight mind. And it has a very you know, saying that. That's. <laughs> I like that about it. Yeah, <laughs> so innocent. Sometimes I just be like, ah, he's such a, he's such a cute baby. Like I just, yeah, I like that about him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, naive in a very good way. Do you get naive in in some areas, but no, in some areas. Yeah, yeah, generally. yeah, yeah. So, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, like it's like they still make them like this. Like you get, you get like, it's like so a, the last of a dying breed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you know how? Like, how there's, some, you? there's some there's some sense in some you know instances, and I just look at it and just like, wow, this this is really cool. This is really. Do you find yourself sometimes comparing your like Kenny you, and like? Okay, I've done it sometimes. Like some some traits that I see in Kenny, I'll be like, oh, I wish that I could be like this in some areas. You do that sometimes. Mm, yeah, because at, at Q, you've had more interaction with Kenny. Yeah. So, I don't know. so for me I think sometimes I wish that Tao was a little bit more um and no he's like, I'm not trying to I don't think it's a bad thing that he's not. It's just like just you know, like for example like since there's somebody to compare him to being his twin brother, which is like a perfect um because it came out together, right? Is that Ken is very street savvy and just you know, like that. 
Taiwo is a nerd. Is a, a, a lovable nerd. Yes, he's a very lovable and adorable. And sometimes I wish he was like very, very street smart. I mean, I'm a little bit street smart, and I, I think I've tried to rub off on him. But sometimes I wish I could just be like be street smart. Sometimes. And it has to do with your personality. Yeah, I think it does. It does. But he's still, he's still it's adorable. So, so. Still it's adorable. The way he is. I haven't changed anything. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think it's just it's just unique how like with brothers is different, but with twins, I think we just almost expect that they should have like similar temperaments and all of that. That's all. That's all. And these guys couldn't be <laughs> that from you know. <laughs> that's on you. Just kind of you know um, expectations because they're just just different. You know, they're just very very different in in just different ways. Whereas you know your husband is more um, artistic and. You know, he has talent in other areas. Yeah. Taiwo isn't very artistic, but he has, you know, has a brilliant mind. Yeah, you know, intelligent and and just like book, book, book. Like he's a bookworm, basically. <laughs> he's like you said, quite logical and straightforward and all of that. I think Ken Day sometimes can be he can be straightforward, but he he tries to not. He's the one that he would think a little bit before saying something. Mm. I, the one I'm no, saying, no, no. the one I'm talking I, I about, I mean, no, the one I'm talking about, I, I see what I'm saying. The other person doesn't think. No, 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 no. Like, I get what you mean. Mm. But I think that's we are even describing that with that because that is that's the logical part of that. He's analytical. He can actually, you know, think about this, think about this, and then before he says what he wants to say, that's style. At least for me, Kenny would just say it. Kenny would just say what's on his mind. Uh, you know what? That's true, Sha. Okay? That's true. Kenny would just say what is on his mind, and then he will not think. And then now later, you're not like, ah, yeah, right, right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, you shouldn't. Yeah, but Omar, he would just say it straight up. Yeah, because Kenny Tao can be a little bit, you know, PC. Like he would think very well before he says something, and so he might stew inside of him. But he's he's patient before he opens his mouth. Then he will now say, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. See, they're just different people, different, 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 very, very different. So, but over the years, we can uh-huh. and um, every we, we, the more you've known Kenny, like we've known Kenny for many years. I know you, me, you. Oh, um, I, I met Kenny the first time in 2004, 15 years. Yeah, I met Kenny in 2004. No, actually, take that back, 2003, because um, before we started dating, I had met him. Yeah, it's this progression, like over the years, mm. the same. Yeah, personal. Yeah, how you see him over the years is developed to So I mean I had a huge crush on Tyler and he's never gonna listen to this episode by the way. Why? Because I'm trying to keep that last card. <laughs> you know how husbands can be. What if she's against me right. in yeah. <laughs> So I used to have this crush on Tyler in in medical school. And my day will be made anytime I will bump into him on the corridor. Are you serious? Yeah. Because oh, he was cute. so, he was so cute. And the way he walked, you know, with one, do you know how, you know how, you know how Tao can be yeah. on? And, and some days we found that we, we always like match like our colors. And oh, it was I never see. planned. Yeah. Oh, so like, you know, and then my roommate was Signal. <laughs> yeah. And so, 2004 was when he asked me out. But how I, did you do that right so long story i had this 
roommates in school then we were quite a, a rambunctious bunch of people we were all friends and people knew us because you know you could come to our um, room and would entertain you and all of that and um during we had a fellowship where if you're writing exams you put your name in a hat and then those who are in the writing exam will pick a name and then that person became your exam brethren you had to you know, check up with the person and be like, hey, how's your exams going? And then you can buy them dinner and then encourage them. So I had picked his name and I think I bought, no, maybe he had picked my name. Or, yeah. He, he picked my, yeah, he should have picked my name or something. And then, but he didn't see me, but he came to my um, room, but I wasn't around. So he dropped this note and said, all the best in exams. And so after my exams were done, I, we have seen the other way. Anyways. At the point, I went. I went to say thank you, so I invited him over to my part, to my room, to have um, just to say thank you. And when he came, I gave him biscuits and tea, which, according to this monkey, he thought I loved. Like I, I, I had a crush on him. But you did. No, this was before. Oh, okay. Everything. I'm, and he said the way I served the tea and biscuit, that no one had ever offered him tea and biscuit. Oh. I'd always been that way, and I'm still always that way. So in his mind, this girl must like me. Which was like, because number one, I don't like quiet people. As I then he was very quiet. Quiet people freak me out. Almost like clocks that I want. Yes, and I'm talking to you. Like, I want to just break them and put them apart and just move one engine so no that way. they can keep. People just, just freak. Nobody what? knows what's going on inside of you. But we tell you, you if we deserve to. No, it's just that we can't read you. That you guys don't talk. We can't read you. We can't read No, that we cannot read you guys. It's oh, just, it's very strange. No, no. You guys don't talk. Like, it's we talk very, when we need to tell any. Okay, don't let us do it. It's a conflict of interest. I'm just <laughs> saying that quite people freak me out. Bele. Bele, yeah. So, anyways, we started talking and I was going to French school. Stafumi went to Paris then yeah. and got some books. And then it was around that time my sister, I mean, his sister moved to France. And, anyways, he said he wanted to learn French. And then we're going, we're just talking. I wasn't really romantically interested in him at that point because, number one, he was too quiet. And, I felt like God was trying to teach me a lesson in patience and quiet. And I didn't want to learn it through him. Like, I knew a part of me was going to break down by being attached to this guy. But I couldn't resist it. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's tall. I like tall guys. Hey, Have you oh. seen me? We need to help <laughs> this population tall. of the world. <laughs> Things I do for this world. <laughs> I deserve my medal. So, um, and, you know, we just started talking. And then my roommates used to tease me a lot. And then... Like, this is the crush, yeah? I mean, that was when Stockholm's was still raining. We would talk. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. Like, I could spend hours just talking to him. What were we talking about? I can't, I don't, I can't even remember. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> I can't even remember. Yeah, but I remember that I got so attached to him that we would just, you know, talk about stuff. And he was very thoughtful. And he's still very thoughtful. And then two years down the line, he, he was talking. Was still talk- I mean, I had a lot of boys around me. So it wasn't, for me, it was, he was a good conversationalist. And even though he looks quiet, there was just, you know, you could tell there was an intelligence trick to him that I liked. And then he wanted to ask me out. And I always said, I hate when people do that. Like, it's very guys that you're friends with when they ask you out. That is shady. So I always used to say that. So he was so scared. So he did. <laughs> that's what he did. He went down to my room at Chemaka. Chemaka, by the way, I know the secrets. He finally told me. And told Chemaka that, can you ask um, Tyler for me if I were to ask her out what she's going to say? So this is what him came. I'm like, what if Tyler, I said, Tyler can never try that. And he knows better than that. And for days, she was badgering me. I finally just bored. I was like, you know what? 
if he asks me out, I might just say yes, but I know he's never gonna do that. So I'll kill. And then she went behind my back and mm. I said, Go and ask her. Chiamaka, thank you. Thank you for you know. Why are you taking her? Uh-uh. For making it Anyways, happen. thank you, Chiamaka. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the day he asked me out. It was April 14th, 2006. We usually take walks. Like, that was one of my favorite things to do with him. We take walks, just talk about stuff. Okay, yeah, just. And he was so. Like, Tyro was just. A, like, he. Just, yeah. He, that day he, he was he was shaking because he was scared of losing because I, I always told him I would yeah, never talk to guys like that yeah, and I, I was so worried for him that for the first time we held hands like I between what we do we're so innocent about the whole thing like all we just did was talk we didn't even need to hold hands like it was Aww. that serious so I held his hands just to give him around support so you knew what he was going to do yeah I didn't so- know Oh, but just that I was nervous and the one he, he did finally ask me out and he was shaking when he did that. So before I respond, I just said, Can I just I just held his hand like it's okay. Like even though I, I and I realized that he was worried because I had always said, you know, mm-hmm. guys that ask girls out, you know, under the pretense of friendship, like you know, the worst kind of guys ever. And he said, he had the nerve to say, I just want to ditch, I want to marry. I was like, hey, I will leave. He went for the airport. I want your bad demon. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't your bad demon. Um, so. Wow. <laughs> he was, he was, he like, and I know he was a man, he was someone yeah. that kept him. And he was serious about it. I knew, but I didn't want to get married at that time. Like, <laughs> I had my plans, you know, I had, I wanted to go to France. Which was why I was learning French. Go get, get a PhD, go to culinary school and adopt a child. That was my life plan. And so when he told his stream brother, which is goes back to that, his stream brother was like running from that girl, me, because she's crazy. And so because all the things I used to tell Tyro, like things I wanted to do, like I was kind of wild then. Like when I say, let me define what that wild means. People's heads are turning. I'm still like that. Like I'm on. The, I go out. I go out on the fly. I, like I just do stuff. Spontaneous spontaneously stuff. yeah i you know i live my life to the fullest and i didn't dabble in you know drinks drugs and all of that no it was just you know <sighs> that was it yeah that was just it that i just i live my life to the fullest like i would do things i wanted to do and all of that and so when i met kenny for the first time now remember taiwan and i were still holding hands that was just all we did in fact it was time that one of his, one of my friends and his friends were like, are you guys sure in a relationship? Are you in a secret relationship? Like, I've never seen you guys hold hands in public. So I went, I was, I was thinking that there's something really wrong with us. I went to meet her, like, why can't you hold my hands in public? And he goes, because I haven't married you yet. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yes. Wow, you guys were so innocent. I mean, I could, yeah. So I was like, no, you have to hold my hands. Like, but why couldn't you hold his hands? Because I do wanna, so I'm a little bit traditional oh, now. Yeah, 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 how convenient. And then we now upgraded to kissing, which was really, really weird. Because oh, oh, the first kiss, how was it? <laughs> so the first kiss, it was, and I can remember this, it was July 2008. I can't even remember all the dates. Yes, wow. It was July 17, 2006. And I remember I went back to my room. Chiamaka and I were supposed to go to Lagos Country Club to swim. And the kiss happened that morning off. And I kept telling her, I might live big. No, no. I kept telling her, Chiaka, Chiaka, look at my lips, I just swallowed. Was it by really It felt really weird. It felt really weird. I thought the only person I had ever kissed was, okay, TMI. It was a girl in school. Like, I had, I was in a relationship with a girl for a while. FYI. And 
So, but that was different. But with a guy, I, I, not that same time, like kiss my lips, like vigorous thing. It just felt weird. Like, so I kept telling her, and she kept looking at me, no, Tolani, did something bite you? <laughs> Your lips are okay. So I never told her what the context was. But, um, I, I mean, I, I, then we started holding hands and then kissing, and that was just it. That was what we did for the longest, longest time. But, um, so when I met Kendi, your your husband, it was block four, was um, medical school, like Idiaba. He was at the like the entrance, and I was like, "Here's my twin brother," and I'd offered my hand to shake him, <laughs> and he goes, "I don't shake girls, I hug girls." I was like, "Oh, look at her hearty," and that was when I liked. That's when I knew that this person I like. That, like this is my person, like the the craziness I couldn't get from. Taiwo, at least there's somebody you know in the family that had it, and I mean, coincidentally, he was dating a friend of mine, yeah, that from school. That didn't work out, obviously, because you married to him, yeah. and <laughs> and so we used to do stuff together. I think for Kang Day, I think there's some things that have changed and things that hasn't changed. What has changed about him is that I mean, he's a family man now, so um, the up and downness of just going around Lagos has reduced a little bit i don't know if you know that but that has reduced a little bit because there's a constraint of you know having to be a husband and a father and what hasn't changed i mean he's still the same crazy person he has turned that down i don't know he like yes he has, he has that down is mysteriousness really give examples are they pg yeah yeah my, my, okay no let's not do that because <laughs> my audience can <laughs> but i feel like he's still the same I'll say he's kind. <laughs> kind. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's a kind person, and I think it's, it goes for both of them. And I'm laughing now, guys, because we had to record this yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> it's not organic anymore. We've had like five minutes of conversation. I realized that tape wasn't rolling on. Anyways, he's kind. They're both kind people. They're empathetic people. Well, no, empathy sometimes. It's not lacking. It's just that sometimes like it's not full enough. I think it goes both ways, and then they are dependable and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that marriage is where marriage is just a perfect example of differences in personalities and having to like make sacrifices, like def- defining what your values and core principles are. And then you know you have to change, and that other person too knows that they have to change, and not your change. You're not changing to make the other person's life better. You're changing to work towards your common values and your yeah. Yes, we need to talk about your your relationship, the long distance one. What about it? How did you guys go? And how is it different now? I wanted to ask you in the house. I don't know. I always keep my mind. I think like oh, there were some good times or some bad times, you know. Like I said, I'm the kind of person that I don't see you. That's it. Like that, that's somehow. So out of out of sight. I I love who I'm with because wow. You no, know, for my husband is different because I you know there's a vow to like love them. Not as if I'm like loving everybody around, but I only put my <laughs> like. <vow. laughs> there's an energy. There's an, I reserve my energy for those I see in person. That's why sometimes if I don't see someone for the longest time, they might think I'm being cold or I'm not being cold. Just if I don't see you like that it's hard for me to like express how much i love you so i know the good things about being long distance was 
I could get my stuff done. I could go and come home whenever I wanted to come home. I could eat whatever I wanted to eat. I could go to bed whenever I wanted to go to bed. But then, for an extrovertish person, and I'm not extrovert all the way, contrary to what, yes, I have my introverted side. Like, I'm really married right now. Really? You are not an extrovert all the way. So, how do you you describe yourself? I'm an um, ambivert. Ambivert, yeah. Yeah, With a strong extroverted (laughs) tendency. I think I'm leaning towards the extra. You like, are extrovert. If the, if like the on the scale, you are like, if it's 10, extrovert scale, so you're like on the 9 now. If the personality trait is like on the spectrum and you had introverts on one end and extrovert on the you're other like end. You're like on 9 and a Well, anyways, you know I'm up to date to be shy as well. Yeah, it comes out here. But you know I'm shy. It doesn't have, no, no, you're not shy, shy. I'm shy, shy shy in some situations, but you get the right vibes like almost immediately. And then so, move on. Anyways, because I like people around me, so for the longest time I'll be lonely, and that's why I had to have music in my house, like in mornings and things like that. And in the early stage of it, I was somebody that he wants to hear everything that happens. Like, how did you take go? Like, and I'm I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to talk about you know. The diminution, like the yeah. small details, it's just torture. Just kill me already, or just take me, just, just tell me to go and watch a movie you. by myself. <laughs> that kind of level of torture. <laughs> it's my time to talk, okay? <laughs> Thank you. So, I remember in the beginning, we used to fight. Like, I said, I'm not, like, I don't want to talk about that now. Like, let's just talk about big things. But for him, it was like about big things. Like, it's like about, our goals and that's yes. What? Okay, so, so you'll be doing that every day? Not like every day, but. Sometimes you'll call, like, I don't need to talk. Like, we talked yesterday. Oh, wow. And I don't need to talk every day about wow. how you're dating. But he wants to tell me about everything. Wait, why are you guys were dating? You guys talk every day, right? But it was it? It was a different kind of talk. Oh, so marriage changed that for you. Yeah, because I think with marriage, you just kind of feel like you know the person, which is like a big trap there. Uh, no. For me, going into marriage, I felt it was going to be like continuation of dating. Nah, that was my idea. Because, because, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know, and like that was the expectation I had. You know, it was just, it was just going to be like continuum or dating, mm-hmm. and then you know, and I, I, I put it this way. I sat down, I had discussion about this, and you know, it felt like we we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they nod their heads like an agreement, but you know, it ain't happening. Like, nah, babe, I think what's you know, that regular date nights, our regular, you know, stuff, talk of talk to 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, things like that. They've secured the vagina. Sorry, they've secured the bag. So, you know, for men, it's a chase now. When they've reached the... But, but it's so unfair, though. But like, what you can do now is you have to, like, maybe create... Like, for me and Tyo, like, Tyo, you should have married Tyo. No, no, no. No, no I don't care. They were too similar. You, you, that's it, what it I would work. say. It won't work. I and Tyo too. We are very similar mm-hmm. in many ways. So Tyo would love a wife like you. Uh, no. No, like in no. the sense that, hold on, in the sense that someone that wants to spend that kind of time. Okay, the quality time. If the things I want to do, sometimes I want to do it with other people. Mm, or not swear. Not with somebody that I love particularly. Because I feel like I've known, I don't know. You, look, you see finish as entered. Not like that. I just feel like. And like there's nothing else to talk about. You need somebody else more stimulating than. It's the excitement of a new person. I get, and I know that sounds bad because I do when I like I do enjoy spending time with Tyro. It's just that the things he wants to do with me, I'm like, that's become routine. The time that I could even like, I would rather us be with other people than than be together. together because I just feel like I, I and I that's why I said talking to myself that 
no are you crazy like no you need to specifically like it felt very if you're like the man like a man it's like, been, yeah it's like so obvious yeah i think now i have seen the for him i see how excited he gets and so that's that but for the long distance i think it, it kind of brings out the good and the bad aspects of your marriage like it, it amplifies it and so we had a lot of issues with communication because whereas he preferred a certain style of communication i didn't have like um a great need for it or so I thought and so it was just weird and you know for him he wants to like do video call and I'm like no I don't want to do video call I just want to text and he doesn't like texting and so I both I realized that sacrifice so on some days he would you know kind of listen to me and be like okay let's do your way and other days I'll be like let's do my way compromise and well, one of the things I liked about when we do get to meet with like almost like the seven days we try to make up for it yeah which sometimes can be the beginning the first few days is like very um like you're trying to just really i don't know i think when you get to that bridge you cross it you have to cross it because but i know it must not be easy that's 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 don't even don't even try it if you're not um you guys have to have like a solid solid thing going on vouch for their i know know that podcast is going mainstream and that there are many people all over the world listening to podcasts daily for example in the u.s alone one in every three persons listen to at least one podcast every month well that's a lot of people do you also know that podcast listeners tend to be more loyal affluent and educated speaking of these retro qualities did you also know that on a monthly basis Thousands of people all over the world listen to the Mossible podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business, service, event, or product you would love loyal, affluent, and educated listeners to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talk to more at mossible.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.mossible.com. That is www.mossibyl.com. And, and I think that so the things we fight about are just like maybe communication issues which I'm not going to discount how difficult that can be in a marriage because sometimes it feels like you know one person like, like for me I know sometimes it feels like I'm not being hurt and then he feels like he's not being hurt so I mean there's two issues but I I'm glad that like oh no communication is big and those are really because that can also um, break in yeah. yeah so I'm not you know deeming their importance but I'm glad that at least of all the universe of items you can fight about it's still this thing and communication is not one thing that's going to change one day but i'd rather have this kind of fight because it's going to help me be a better person as well as well as he being a better person if you can find out how to be more expressive like creating a space to be you know very genuine with our friends and thoughts without having to like sugarcoat it and try to make the other person feel like oh i'm trying to protect you from what i'm going that kind of thing and it's a constant learning for me because I didn't used to be very expressive about my feelings. I didn't think that um, I could say I'm sad or I'm hurt about things because I, you know, growing yes, up and things that happened to me, yeah, I, very repressive. So he's teaching me that, like, so that's that. Yeah, marriage, marriage, marriage. I'll say, okay, what can be your, like, deal breaker? In the marriage? Yeah. 
I'll say, wait, so I've kind of turned to you in this. It's okay, it's okay. I like that because it, I'm, I'm the one that does most of the questioning, so it's okay. You can ask me. Okay, hypothetically speaking, because I still don't see time when it's light, is if I were to have a spouse that would cheat on me and there was like a physical relationship involved, there would be two questions I would ask. Number one, are you emotionally attached to the person? And number two, how sorry are you about being there? If there's emotional attachment, I'm out. And if there's something they feel like, well, I did it and I must do it again, definitely yeah, out. Come pretty amorous. No, no, I, that's not gonna be. That's not gonna be me. So that would be a deal breaker because where do you start from? You know, it's one thing for. I mean, someone stepping out of a relationship of your trust, your beauty, your marriage, and stepping with somebody else is sad enough because. Our sex is so sacred. Like the energy you guys produce when you're reaching that climax, it's almost like you're imprinting on one another. That's how I believe. And then to take that imprint, <laughs> she's she's giving me the power side. To take that imprint and copy it on somebody else, it's too far to copy. That's how I put it. Like we're creating symphony. Like that's <laughs> you're creating music. Shit, <laughs> music. We're creating music, and then for you to imprint on somebody else. And then, like I said, remember I said, I think I've said a demisexual in the sense that um, you have to be intelligent. Like, when I see hot people, like, like hot, what you people do is like hot guys, I don't see them as someone that want to bang. Like, no. Mm. They're not the regular, they're not like, it's your brain. Yeah, yeah. I get high on conversation. Yeah. And so that's why for me, I know I'm prone to emotional cheating, not because um, I'm just a floozy, no. Because what get me? So only, only psychic, really. not like psychic. No, 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 I know it's not psychic. It's not it's what just, you're saying to me, oh. It's who you are, like, who you are, and how you articulate. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, the, your, your understanding of about, things, about the, exactly yeah. the death of a person, yeah. and it's not just a man, like even girls, anybody, not just anybody, but if you're intellectually there, it's like whoa, like I just want to sleep with your brain. Not in that kind of let's tear our pants off. No, that's not me. I like I like intellectual people. But what if that will find like an issue with that? Like you, maybe you, you, you know, maybe you find this person so stimulating, you want to keep talking like all the time. And has it ever happened? I have never gotten to that point. See, for me, one of the things I had to work on myself when I got married, and that was why I didn't want to get married because I didn't think I was somebody that could stay with one person because I felt like I was for everybody. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> 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 no, 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 not in that kind of world. I guess <laughs> I just didn't think that I could be faithful to somebody. Okay. I mean, there are people I have met that are way more intellectually stimulating than that. I would not lie to you. Same way, because he's, he's, he's he has a particular kind of type, and he sees some girls that, and he will tell me about it. I'm not gonna fool myself in thinking that my husband will find somebody that he for a slight moment mm-hmm. he thinks okay. he's more attractive whatever his level of attraction can be because I have found people like that but I never I, I never seek perfection in them there's always something there's always a but like this person cannot handle my crazy like that okay? so I always have to down, downplay them and that's for me it's not only the person's lack of what they have mm-hmm. that's for me so I don't see perfection in them and so you don't allow it to progress I do not to, I do not because the point of them being emotionally cheated. for me it's not because emotional cheating sometimes it doesn't just start like you're emotionally cheating. It just just doesn't like be friendship. That's it. 
that's it that's it and so i don't i don't in my i've married now for almost nine years i can tell you that even the ones that i knew that was getting out of hand i just it just didn't get out of hand that's just it yeah that's just it and it's what i've had to work on for myself because i don't want to have to have to sit down with my husband and be like so something happened like I owe him that much is what I think about. Not just him, even the vows that we now the other things that have wanted to break our mind when I felt like we weren't communicating well we we're having issues and, and that's actually my own being everything because if we can't if we can't communicate, if we can't you know be on the same page or you know, work towards the same goals that I that important to or to each other or to me. We have to be on we have to be on the certain page. And I think and as we grow, we we kind of evolve constantly. We you know we invent ourselves too, and then so sometimes there are some values that actually changes. I believe I don't know if I got the right English. I, I don't know if values don't. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. Part time, you know, like okay, as a mom, before I wasn't a mom, but as a mom, you know, there are some things that are more are much more priority to me. Yeah than when I wasn't younger yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. and then as a person so coming to myself more knowing what I want mm. better knowing how I want to you know be loved and all of that and communicating all those things and it's not being maybe met or not and then not finding middle ground in love, just communication basically like mm. all forms of it in different ways mm. and if things those that is a is a thing for me and if we cannot like find solution maybe we've tried everything yeah, you know, done therapy, dry, 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 yeah. and it's still, you know, it's not still as it should be. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker for me because I, I can't imagine like being with somebody I've been unhappy for the rest of my life. Yeah, I found out with with my husband in particular. I don't know if same with your husband is there has to be a level of constant teaching. Most like you have to repeat it over and over again because it gets to that point where it's like the message has sunk in. But teaching, it's like really too. To I mean, the teaching goes so, both ways, yeah. but, but I, I will tell you this honestly speaking, as a woman, if the brunt like of teaching is on you. It, like that, that's one thing. You, seriously, me. seriously. You no, know, it, it, it makes me mad sometimes because I feel like, see, I do not bring, I, I like, I'm not with a man right yet. Like nobody give me a man right. I but then women, we have that grace. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> it annoys me to no end. And you know, people say this that they expect it to be so. Like, no, <laughs> maybe it's, it's okay as a lot of women. Yeah, you know, we may have like the more threshold to, you know, you know, and do more stuff and maybe be more sensitive and be more, you know, the old maker thing game. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's culturally, so I feel like it's being impressed on us right from early on. Yeah. So it's in our psyche whether we want it or not. Like, yeah. you have to be the ones to, you know, make you more you want. And like, it's on you to show that a lot more responsibility emotionally. Yeah. I don't like as an adult I find that quite um I don't like they can't just get simple things right you're an adult we are supposed to be like it's different they don't see it that way that is like a major source of it's way really like a major source of you know, and yet, yeah. You, you, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're privy to stuff yeah. it's, it's, it has to I can't be like I can't be murdering you you know every, what I'm saying? Every, I listen to a lot of Esther Perel. Uh-huh. I listen to a lot of relationship experts as well. And these issues are not just, you know, cultural. I think it goes way back to the Garden of Eden. When I think when God says like, your husband, your, you as a, as Eve, 
like all the rest of your life, you told me about your husband's desire shall be like how do you go put it? I, I care what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm telling you that teaching but it that, goes it's still, it's still it's still like part of the culture know, because it, it's it's being imprinted on no, you. No, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. <laughs> but I feel like if we were to divide the teaching load as it's not gonna be fifty fifty. It's more like seventy thirty. Where the brunt of teaching is on you. Because to them they provide and that's that's like basic you know go 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 out like the hunter gatherer kind of mentality so you know that's not that's not what is in play anymore i know but there's a there's a little bit of it like hustling like, even if it's just to hustle for a job or go like for them being a man really is being able to provision. be yeah to be providing for your family pro- like towards your family that's it but for us it's more than that. it's the emotional part of it like it's like i'd rather you know even be that much of a provider like we can both try and prove that's what we are even doing in this our century now. i know we are both trying and to i hear whoever thought that woman should go to work <sighs> in my next life i want to be a kept woman fyi you know i want to have like oh i want to marry a very rich person yeah so you can just in my next i'm serious though just all this equality i'm i'm tired of it i want to sit down like you know have my but in my next life you you ne- unless you don't come as you are i want to have know. i want to marry a very rich honey you're rich i like that but i want to marry a very rich person <laughs> in my next life but anyways i'm just saying that i think um yeah i do get that frustration where he feels like you've worn them like a clock he's like okay we've made progress like i feel much better i've talked about what i'm going through you listen to me and then day it's one is like, oh my gosh, he's like the most romantic husband ever. And then next day is like, third day is like, are you kidding me right now? We just had this conversation two days ago. And yeah, I don't, I don't know that. And yeah, you can never stop teaching. I don't, and I think for them, there's a confusion. Almost like they hear what thing. <laughs> then then. It's always a constant of stress. It is, but don't you see that with your kids sometimes too? Like you have to teach her over and over again. I know, I understand that she is it, and now she actually needs that. Will it help if you think of your husband as it a kid? Help you know how they say you have two kids. Mm-hmm. You have a big I one and a small one, and the small one will be your husband. Nah. The big kid will be your first child. No, no, because we're going to get into the agreement together. We got into it as an adult. As adults, not not about somebody that becomes a kid after marriage. No, no. seriously, I've heard it before that your husband is like your first child. I don't see that's what I'm saying by all this society. <laughs> it's not society, society. No, 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 no. Okay, no. and it's annoying as hell. It is because it gives them leeway to feel like, yeah, they can get away with all these things. I, I think I understand. And then what when, you when you keep talking about the same thing, you just feel like, ah, but you know, these issues are not like I said, I've talked to couples in their, in their 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. the communication of a thing. I don't think, I don't think there's always, do you think it's, it's not enough to. It depends. It depends on if there's if it's harming you. Sorry, if it's harming you, like he's doing things that because what they do is not malicious, which is what makes it really difficult to like comment on them. And it's malicious intent. I like get, the person I is benignly like doing, doing things. And... Yeah, but I don't understand how this can feel quite, like it's quite... a betrayal. Like we've talked about this thing, and then you are now gaslighting me. Making it as if it was all in my head when we yeah, t- had this yeah. meeting with myself. Yeah, you know. And then sometimes, so, so, to me, so it, it can, it can, not even be malicious. Sometimes the fact that you don't even, you know, deem it as priority sometimes that's a huge problem too. And I think that's where a lot of reframing comes, rather than just coming up. I don't know. I don't know how you do. I'm just thinking like maybe 
paint pictures or have him also maybe come up with okay, what are things that are important to you rather than saying these are things I think should be important to us let him be the one to like take the lead and do stuff and maybe find things that are important to him and see when you drop the ball how he reacts to it I know but like I said this is just you have to constantly teach I say teacher no, I've learned that, oh, and I'm not the way, the way as if I'm telling you the right things to do. I myself haven't even always done the right things because I'm like, why do I have to constantly teach you? But Esther Perel is one person that I know she talks about teaching. Like in a relationship, you have to teach. Even Alan, they love the guy that about why you married the wrong person. Like I say, it goes back to the intent. I know he's not trying to harm me or you know hurt me, and so I have to find keep finding ways to help him get it. And I'll say that sometimes he's gotten, he's better at a lot of things now than before, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And so when I see those couples in their 50s and, you know, and approaching their 40th anniversary, and those that are quite open about the struggles, it's encouraging to me that, ah, because I see them outside, they look like the perfect couple, but when you now get to hear their story, they're like, oh. Like one of them had to tell me, and when I see this woman, like she's like, to me, she's the embodiment of a good wife. Because she's just, she's, I mean, not like just by hearing, like, I've observed her. You, like, what's your own, like, ideology of, like, where should be? She's just so, she's, that's, um, that's very, I think it's subjective. But I feel like someone that supports, you know, their spouse, like a good husband, you support your wife, you help them get to that level of self-actualization that is independent of who you are to them as a spouse. But I can see this person as, oh, this is a Yanu as a person and Yano is growing as a person because your growth also helps the family and it is Yano as a wife I can always make that difference not someone that is just always going to be a wife like who were you before you were a wife you know what's your solid what's your like your 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 basic unit of like of life you know exactly like exactly what's yourself like are you just is that all you are a wife and to me, I feel she's also very respectful of her husband. Like, she's someone that she's always, I, I, I mean, if I could think about how I could be a better wife, if I could put the names of people, she'll be on that list. I only for her to open her mouth one day and tell me that, you know, that my husband still says I don't respect him enough. I almost, you know, if I had a wig on, I'd probably throw my wig away. Because I could never think of her not being respectful to her husband. And she told me that men are like that. That respect is something they keep throwing around, and she's always saying, "What does this respect mean?" And meanwhile, these people are they're you know way way older than us, and so to be private to that kind of information, it kind of humbled me to understand that even when things look perfect, yeah, I mean relationships, unless you're in that relationship or people can be open to, it, there's a lot of problems there, you know. But I think that friendship goes a long way with your spouse. The fact that we're friends, even though when it feels like I'm not romantically inclined to you right now, the friendship keeps it good. That's that's it. And going back to why, yeah. like why were you attracted to this person in the first place? Mm-hmm. But I've come to understand that it's gonna take time, and I'm not gonna necessarily be the one to change him. And while that is my job, is just to help and to keep you know reteaching and reteaching. It's quite difficult because these people are capable people in their professional life. 
Like they are functioning. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't come home. <laughs> it's like ah, so home is where your, all your bad behaviors come. You know, and I'm and sure they were funny to see about, about us <laughs> as well. Because, but they don't talk. They don't really talk much. They can even be like, Chief, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you just I don't say. Yeah. Do, do you know? There's so many things I keep quiet about. I don't tell you. I keep telling you. What does your friend say? You can't talk. You can't talk. They will say it. That will say it. They will be like, do, do you know? <laughs> That's exactly what I will say. But we will have like a long yeah, list of <laughs> things that, you know, I think that also speaks to them because they let go. They overlook so many things. You know, I think your life is really simple. It is simple because theirs is just like A B C. And I go back again. A A plus A prime A prime A asterisk. You know, we have so many, so many, so many. Which like for me, intent goes a long way. Like I feel safe in my relationship, and I feel like he's somebody that he prides, like he makes me want, like he's allowed me to be myself, and and I'm grateful for that opportunity because. He knows that I'm not trying to lord as something selfish. I know he spoils me a lot in me, me, and there's a way he also covers my extraness, yeah, my craziness, and I like that because um, I've grown a lot through that and I've benefited. So I don't want to take that for granted, and that safety in the relationship is something that I know that to say I want to build with somebody is going to be t- where? How am I going to start? You can't start. Like who? who like I, I know I'm not. I'm crazy. I know that. Like to start off, like introducing myself, my quirks. Like I mean, my th- like start from the beginning. My name is Tolani. I like brown. I don't like going to movies by myself. Like that is when, like you know, you were so joking. <laughs> <laughs> like where am I going to start from? Like, and and I'm not saying this to people that are like you know you built history with this person. This is different. I'm in a safe relationship. It's not hitting me. Like if if you have, if you're in a relationship where the person is beating you. You can start all over again, sis. And bros, <laughs> you can start. Yeah, you please. <laughs> this doesn't apply. This no. Don't take this out of context. There's safety there. There's trust there. And so for me, if it's communication, let's. And he's he's someone that he's always willing. You know, we've gone to therapy together. He buys into that. He, he, I think that that's that's what makes it. Um, you know, it's worth fighting better, for. Yeah. I, I would I would keep exploring until the point that, and I probably will never get to that point where we feel like okay. There's, there's no, there's, there's nothing anymore. Yeah, and I never want to get to that point. And so sometimes I realize that the satisfaction I have in my marriage, sometimes it comes from the satisfaction I have in myself. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to also explore my own self. Why do things bug me that doesn't bug him? <laughs> like, like why do things bug me more than he? Did? And I feel like some for me. Yeah, I just thought about that. No, really. You have to ask, because they see a lot of things too, but they just shrug and move yeah, on. Yeah. Why am I bugged more about this than, than he? And I think for me, I had to take responsibility for, for, I can be quite neurotic about things sometimes. And therapy helped me realize that. And also the way I grew up, you know, being the first child and, you know, and also the only girl, things were expected to be done. <laughs> Yeah. And it was on you. Yeah, it was on you. First as well, so exactly. It lost it. We are like, and we married last month. <laughs> yeah. So they are not even used to, you know, taking responsibility for a lot of things. I remember that they were doted upon. Like, they had like six people. I don't know how many are there. Yeah, they are about. No, there are five. five. Yeah. And they were, they were waiting for them. And it was two boys. They only had one brother. Oh, they still have a brother, sorry. There was only one before them and 
you know, and the four sisters that came after them, and then bam, the twins came. So it's different for them. They live in another land. I will call, I will, I will make an order in my family, my siblings will come running. That's kind of, I'm a commander of my ship, you know. So that dynamic is so different. So I, and you know, to them, they had, they had a lot of, you know, people doing a lot of stuff. We have to for them, you know, picking up stuff here and there and, you know. I'm talking about random mundane. I know, I know. Actually, you know, they don't even see. They don't see it, but I understand so, them better. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see that too. So, yeah. like, I understand that part. But that's like, yeah, we know. Like, there are some things in my past too, like, you know, I had to, like, consciously let go of as an adult mm-hmm. just because we have to, like, make this thing work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because. So, <laughs> like, but I yeah. So, like, I feel like I can extend the same courtesy as well. I think it goes so, both ways. It goes so, both ways. So. But I think. And, and, and no, the consideration should go both ways because where they, whereas they were on the receiving end, we were the ones getting the stuff done. You know, we were the ones trying to make sure. Because as a first child, you're, you're like, you know, you're, you're like your mother and father. Like you're the mother and father in so many cases, and it's a road that just never ends. You know, and now if like with your parents, you become like the middleman. You become the the one that will break up fights if it happens. You become the lawyer, the judge, the executioner, the jury, come everything. So that's that, and, and 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 I think for me it was also learning how to stop being reactive. I give Tyro that Tyro is he doesn't react, and he keeps saying, "You know, you don't have to react all the time." And the more he kept saying that to me, I realized that okay, what's wrong with you today? Calm down now. Like, like I like situations will come up, and the way he he might not even reacted, but I'm already. <laughs> like you know that kind of thing and I think so he's really affected my reactivity because that was just who I was and so in learning that okay I had a lot of work and and he's so I mean if he, if he, he can talk about himself and things he had to work on but I know specifically speaking for me it was my reactivity like I had that knee-jerk reaction that I felt like I had to react to everything that happened to me but I didn't have to and some things I just had to let slide. And I'm learning just to look the other way. And I'm like, I don't have to like comment or just, you know, m- like do anything about everything that happens in my life. Yeah, you learned that, that <laughs> sometime during mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember like, you know, there were, there were times when I used to go crazy about certain, you know, it's too quick, like maybe dropping clothes, you know, not speaking up after yourself, you know, this is things like that. And then it's just like a normal reaction of like, Boy, I'm not your slave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go like, and, and it goes go, like, then like, did I say you were my slave? <laughs> like, you go from zero to like a thousand. And in just you can like one crazy lady like, <laughs> why are you making such a fuss over? So you can say, point just like, no, you don't have to actually, you know, mm-hmm. react to this thing. Yeah, yeah. You can actually just overlook and then yeah. you, 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 you won't die if you don't pick it up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And when it <laughs> after a while, when he, when he trips, trips on you and breaks his teeth, he will learn not to break. Suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when yeah. I feel like I saw them, you know, it just it just becomes bearable with them. It just gets to understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's marriage. It's <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> it's tough, but it can be too because, like, I look at Tyro now. We've we've changed a lot. Even though I'll be the last one to say, marriage didn't change you. I have changed a lot. And for for a good for the good because what the other person sees in you as satisfaction is because they can see that you have a potential sure, to be to better, do, yeah. so to do more. And so when our spouses speak to the things they disagree with us, 
Sometimes we might not do it in the right way. We might be a little bit, you know, honorary about it. But it's because there's so much potential in you. Let's, you know, have more of a teaching mentality, like turn into a teachable moment. And I know that's what I had to learn, even when I was correcting him. Because sometimes we're like, it's, you're not saying it in a nice way for me to listen to you. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I get so hot and heated about it. And when you start raising your voice, and it, it, you just lose all the they, message. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't get you just it. fire, just fire, fire. fire. Yes. 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 Exactly. The tonality, the body it. language. And it's also the hurts. And to them, it's like, uh, I've messed up. I've again, dropped the ball again, 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 and it feels like nagging, nagging, yeah. nagging. And so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's it's beautiful how some some of the things, and I'll give credit to him, is that some things we don't have to fight over again because he's got, he's finally gotten it. And so I'm grateful for those small victories, small they might be, but there's progress, you know, and. Like I said, like we said, I'm sure if they were to talk about uh, us, too, they will have things to say. So that we're just speaking on them now doesn't mean that we think we've arrived or no. Uh, we're all weepy, weepy, work in progress. So, yeah, but I think marriage can be beautiful. It's just exploring one another and knowing that you're really to try, try to do your best, but not in the way I'm trying my best, you know. But knowing that you have to change. You have to change because your spouse is that person that is like almost your best peer review process that you can ever get. Because your parents always lie to you. Like, you had the perfect things in sliced bread. My mom always, always have nice things to say to me. You know, your sisters, my, um, sometimes some of them, my or brothers, if you have them, they always see the good in you. But your wife is like that person that knows you very well. Because you know that, or your husband, because one word from them, your whole castle will come crumbling down. So if you, and if they can tell you I love you and give you those doughy eyes and you believe them, why won't you believe them when they tell you that you suck at this particular area? You know, it's the same mouth. And I think it's also about packaging, like saying the right way, like teaching the truth that's, and love. That's very essential. Yeah, it's yeah. Love. It helps. It's part of the communication. Area. Yeah. Yeah. You can communi- can feel your communication and not doing it the right way. I'm telling you, just for time, I had to like let him know like when we had those arguments, like it wasn't just what you said, but it's how, how you said it and how it affected me. And the job was on me to like lower my voice and you know, maybe cry you have to cry it down first if it's really hurting and then come back and then use the words because if I'm really, really hot headed, good luck with finding truth in love. It's like there's truth there, but there ain't gonna be love, you know what I mean? So yeah, and and yeah, it, it's vulnerability. It's at its best, though, and at its at its worst because you have to put your cards out there, like in in front of this person. You're hoping that this other person is as responsible and as kind to repay you and to keep all of those things because it's hard to be vulnerable with somebody. But you have to, if you love them, you have to in a, in a relationship. And that's where that safety comes into place. That's where that, um, so that's it. We've talked a lot about stuff today. It's random. Just, <laughs> I'm not sure it has any head or two. You guys were warned. <laughs> we warned you, like. That's <laughs> rambling on different things. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. It was, it was, this was fun. All right, guys. Well, this has been a long, convoluted <laughs> No beginning and end. We kind of want you, so this is what we're gonna get. You're gonna get that. And um, so this has been Yalu, my sister-in-law, married to my husband's twin brother, and we've talked about so many things. If you love this episode, let me know. Anyway, this has been the show. So thank you, Yalu, for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was fun. fun. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll catch you on another episode of the show. And I'm in your head, Bye.
기지 말아줘 나를 보면 지금보다 울먹이지 말도록 혼자 먹는 저녁 말고 사랑 너머에 가나요 가끔 나쁜 얼굴에 각진 단어를 골라 아프게 말하고 남이 되잖아요 